Holly or in Hollywood and getting autographed wrestling. I kind of tune out, you know, I'm sure you guys do the same when I start bullshitting about stuff. Um, and so anyway, so, uh, so I'm always just, and because we live in such a small community, the Craigslist ads, you know, uh. you can scroll, <laughs> you can scroll through every new thing for sale every day. Like if you went, if I went on Craigslist in Siskiyou County, every two or three days, I could literally see everything for sale because there's just not that much right. for sale. It's just such a small community. And so there was this uh, like gaming cafe in Wairika, which is about 30 miles north of us. It's actually the, the county seed. That's where Anna goes to high school. And um, like the courthouse is there. Um, but it's a very agricultural hillbilly town. Okay. And, um, but somebody opened up like a web or like a, you know, like an internet cafe with a bunch huh. of gaming computers and like people were, gaming you know. Computers. So, anyway, so, but of course, like every brick and mortar store and, uh, they went out of business. <laughs> so they're, they're like selling off everything, a uh, bunch of yeah. like servers and yes. gaming computers and, you know, every kind of, you know, switch and router and just a ton of, you know, uh, monitors and all kinds of, awesome. you know, yeah, just a bunch of neat stuff. So battery backups. So what would you use a server? Because a server, correct me if I'm wrong, is basically like a, like a desktop PC, but with just a, a different sort of processor, right? Sure. Yeah. Different OS, different processor. I mean, yeah. the processor could be the same, to be honest. It's more the OS. It's supposed to be, you know, less UI, more processor. Just hardcore. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think the latest version of Windows Server, you can run it headless. So it's, just Headless. running on a console. What does that mean? Without a without a UI booting mouse? up. Without right, without a Windows UI booting up, it's just a, to a console. It's almost like a DOS used to be. Yeah, yeah. Just like a command prompt kind of thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's certainly a world that I never um, educated myself on. Yeah, and then uh, there's a lot of software that only installs on server OS. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Fonzo, so I was telling Tony that um, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to all of, I've listened to about 30, 40 minutes uh, in total of the um, the podcast with Reed, and uh, it was good. I liked it. You guys did a good job. Um, Reed's uh, mic sucks. Tony was saying that he thinks he just did it off a cell phone. Oh, I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure he specifically said that. Oh, okay. It may have been before the pre-show started recording. But I yeah, I think he I just... Didn't, uh, really? He came off like it didn't sound good? Yeah, he sounds like shit. I mean, just from a recording standpoint, it's all tinny and distiny, you know? I think, you know, largely it's just because I'm spoiled listening to you clowns on good mics and, you know, we sort of, we fine tune, we fine tune the recording process pretty good over the years. 
It's only taken us a long time. Yeah, only taken us ten years. <laughs> so, but it was good. It was. It was. I like that idea of. I mean, I guess it kind of goes, um, like what Tony was talking about. Um, you know, whoever wins the game is essentially, you know, contributing to the podcast as opposed to, you know, getting something from it. But, um, are, are we, are we thinking of having the winner be a guest every, every six weeks kind of thing? Did you guys talk about that or? No, Tony just came up with it. He named the champ series and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of dig it. I, I don't know if, if everyone can do it or if they want to. Right. You know what we I mean? can offer it. We don't have to. It's not, it's not, we don't well, no, of course. Do it. Yeah. You, I mean, you can say, like, if you want to be a guest, you know, it'd be awesome. Or, or they could, yeah, they, could, they, they can um, program the show for us, tell us what, what we should talk about. Do they want to hear us talk about movies or not? You know. Yeah, I mean that's make what us, I was talking about. Make us talk about earlier. you know different species of ducks or something stupid, whatever. <laughs> talk about all the great chicken fuckers of our time. That I'd listen to that. <laughs> uh, on tonight's podcast, we will be reviewing all the great chicken fuckers of our time. <laughs> Do you guys try with us? one Harley Martin? Do you guys not remember, or maybe I never sent the email, but I swear I sent an email about all of this, like planning it out so that, you know, if we've got every three weeks or four weeks, we're doing a winner, then we've got like, what, like 16 of those per year. And so maybe we can ramp it up. So two of those, you, you can have like one big one at the end of the year or small championships and then a bigger bigger championship or something like bigger rewards it's like you know you have a lot of opportunities if you're doing it every what three three four weeks you could do a whole season (laughs) well no I mean I think um, well like they're playing what four games three games how many I don't remember three four five three games yeah I think we did five or six weeks six weeks yeah that's still, you know, good chunk per year. Yeah, I mean, that's a. Are, so are you like, saying that that's a lot of podcasts that have a? That's a lot thing? of championships, quote unquote. You know, yeah, like, that's a exactly. lot of winners throughout the year. So yeah. you have to have different. It feels like they should have different rewards for. Through you know throughout the year. But I mean, I wonder if we should have like a like a champion of champions, you know, whoever has the most, but I, I'm, I'm not keeping track. Exactly. That's, that's the other things that, you know, that we can play around with, but like you said, I mean, it, take, it takes work. Yeah. Um, and now we got the girl, she's in it too. Um, which it's all good. I got no problems. You know, I don't, I don't a feminist. Know. you know me. I don't know. I only got three recordings. Someone missed it. Uh oh. Oh boy. I even put on the messenger. Unless someone recorded early. Let's see. Nothing. I have. Last time I got a recording was June 28th. 
and then I got a couple last week, July 1st. Oh, oh, oh. oh speaking of which, I don't have a fucking pen up here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. I'll be right back. All right. I think I do have a pen. It's just in a, away from my desk. Hold on. Oh, this 28th one is... Ah, nope. Got them all. You did? Yep. This The one from the 28th, um, they were recording it early. Ah. All right. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I checked. Mm-hmm. I got my ass kicked for missing that one. Oh, uh, who um, reading about fake news? <laughs> who didn't record? Every, oh, no, every, everybody it. recorded. I just oh, oh cool. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that someone recorded earlier than uh, last week because we skipped last week, so they recorded early. Yeah. So it's been a whole extra week that I didn't think to count for. Yeah. So we're all good. Cool. Okay, and so what's the girl's name? <laughs> no, we don't. I tell you, you gotta remember. DVR. Oh, that that, that laugh was brilliant. Does anybody see any extras? No, Harley saw some extras. Yeah. I got. I gotta stop recording. Already <laughs> dropped out of my fucking <laughs> laugh. You're gonna gotcha. burn in hell, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too good. It was. I need graphing paper for this. There you go. Okay, so we did. What was the homework? Um Heavenly creatures. Wait, what? No. That what? Heavenly creatures is this it's, week's. This week, it's Reed's homework, picks, not last week. Last week was Hold. Hot Shots and Train Spotting. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I I misunderstood. I thought we were supposed to re- review Heavenly Creatures and. Well, then I got extras because, well, fuck, what are we going to do, yo? Well, it's gonna, it invalidates all the, the game guesses. We can't, we can't, holy shit. We can't play the audio for the game guesses before you give your rating. Of course, of course. So, it, 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 it'll fuck with your rating. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. What we could, we hey, we could just record. Tuesday, if you think that's enough time for you to catch up. Uh, it is. I mean, yeah, I could bang out the movies. Um, and, then, and then you're ahead of the game for next time we record. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched. We finished Heavenly Creatures earlier tonight, and we watched. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Pork Pie. Pork Pie. Yeah, pork pie. We watch that uh, up in Portland. Awesome. <laughs> we, we watch it at the at the hotel. You're fucking with us, aren't you? 
Oh, I swear to God. No, he's not. He's not fucking with you. The fact that he's open to recording on Tuesday means that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to do because, I mean, can. I can review yeah. Heavenly Creatures and Pork Pie, but it would feel like extras and be boring. And, and But um, but that's part of, no, those are part of the game. Yeah. You, uh-huh. can't, you can't reveal your review yeah. of those before right. yeah, they exactly. submit their guesses. Because <laughs> they haven't made those calls. They, those are right. nice calls. Oh, this is awesome. This is great. No, this is bad. <laughs> no, I'm I'm posting Make this. Wait two weeks and then he fucks up. Uh huh. I'm posting this. This is going out. This pre-show, this pre-pre-show is going out. Yeah, people got to know. They got to know. Well, should we? Should we? Should we? You know what we could do? A uh, lot of requests for going live. Thanks to your wife, Harley. Are there Are there any other um, extras? Anything? Like, did you guys see any extras? No, I don't. I finished the season of Glow. Of what? Oh, the second oh. one. Mm-hmm. Good job. The second season of Glue. Glow. 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 Glow television show. MDB Glow. Um, Christine I mean, I could... says, "When are when are the bad boys going to go live again? It's never been the same. I can't even bring myself to listen to reordered recorded episodes." I know. I now. I just have to listen to the drone of my husband upstairs for hours and hours and hours <laughs> yes, with video and a chat room. They sucked me in, married into the bunch, and then cut us off cold-hearted. <laughs> You're missing this message. Yeah, I am seeing this. Yeah, we can get, we get people something. With we got to give them something in the episode, I guess, Harley. I guess give them, give them two episodes this week. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Make up for it. Fuck, can I see anything else? Yeah, I saw this um, LeBron documentary. We'll talk about that. I was going to make it an extra. Oh, I'm sure you want to. I'm sure you want to talk about him going to LA, right? Oh, we, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. And then, Fonzo, correct me if I'm wrong, but you saw a Quiet Place already, right? I did. Yeah, I thought you remember. I think I remember. And you pretty much enjoyed it, right? Uh yes 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 I did yeah so, did I re- did I review Sicario I saw the second one uh no so that's okay. extra All cool right, cool uh shit uh what did I say the other movie oh Rampage y'all want to hear me talk about Rampage <laughs> oh you cut now oh that's my internet thank you <laughs> that's right it was Rampage in Quiet Place yeah. Bazangin. Remember that phrase, Tony? I remember we said it. Episode 203, Bazangin. Yeah, that sounds like an episode title. 204, reviews are regurgitated. 205, small promises. 206, Hill Hydra. (laughs) The wife just emailed me. So this means you're coming to bed early? Yay! <laughs> Pretty much. Oh wait, and you saw Rampage too, didn't you, Fonzo? Yep. Oh, you just cut out. What? You did or didn't? Did I do what? Did you see Rampage? I did. Yeah, I reviewed. Oh, it. okay, okay. I I thought so. Yeah, that's right. Because you were talking about like the special effects and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Trying to keep up with you fucking Facebook fuckers. <laughs> what did you post? I said old uh, oh, the old video from KNRFM. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got a fucking cut in that. Remember that? Oh, excuse me. Cheap thrills and 13 cents. I remember cheap thrills. That was fun. Yeah, I like that movie. Well, shall we... Shall we do some fucking 30-minute podcast right now? <laughs> yeah. The wife will Tony's be happy. Quiet. Yeah, Tony, what are you doing over there? I'm just waiting for a decision to be made. Let's um, let's record the extras. And uh, we'll put the extras out there. And then and then we'll just record Tuesday with the homework. And weekends. That, yeah, and we can do weekends then. And uh, and then, like Tony said, I'll just have the two the two movies already reviewed for next week. Um, and, the, and then I'll just I'll, I'll catch up on some 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 TV because I'm a bunch of TV behind. So I was gonna text you too early in the week to like remind you if you hadn't seen the other the actual homework. Yeah, I I, I, I thought we swimming around in bathtubs. <laughs> I thought we pushed that off. We assigned it before we left. No, we assigned it before you. I left. know. I remember that obviously during the podcast. But then we were reminded ourselves that Reed got the pick, and he made the pick, and it was way early. And I knew that I had all of two weeks now to review it, and I knew you guys would do it too. So I just I thought that that's what was the you know, the homework. So, I mean, the, honest to God, I, I wasn't exactly looking forward to watching Hot Shots Part Two. <laughs> um, what's the fucking other one? Let me write this shit down. Hot Shots. T2, Train Spotting 2. Oh, that's right. Train Spotting 2. Spotting 2. Which was originally titled Porno. So cool. So, uh, so yeah, fuck all the intro because this ain't a real podcast because we ain't talking about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we got to give the listeners something, right? And go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So, um, I do, I do want to say real quick. Uh, Reed, thank you very much for filling in my footsteps while I was gone. Um, uh, love the podcast. I didn't get to listen to all of it, uh, and I won't get a chance to listen to it because I'll be too busy watching these fucking movies <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow and and uh, Tuesday. Um, uh, Reed, take some of that money that you make because you're obviously doing okay, you're traveling the world and shit. And I see you live in a nice house uh, and buy yourself a real fucking microphone because that piece of shit cell phone or whatever you're speaking into sounds like a tin can. Uh, maybe the Internet sucks out there in, in uh, Christ Church. I don't know. But um, some fucking garbage. Get a real microphone. 
Uh, other than that, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Tony, I genuinely didn't know that you were on the podcast because you are so fucking quiet. Please explain yourself. <laughs> Tony, are we starting? Yeah, hell yeah, this is all good stuff. It's all just right? part of the pre show. It's just an extended, oh boy. like a pre pre show. Yeah. So, no, this is, this is, I'm, I'm talking to our listeners. Oh, okay. How about you explain? Yeah. So, did you explain why the fuck we're, we're, what's going on tonight? So, we're, we're literally just going to review a quiet place and rampage again because you already reviewed them once, but I'm going to force you to talk about them again. Um, but, well, why are we doing that? Because I was under the impression that tonight we were going to review Heavenly Creatures and uh, uh, Pork Pie. Which we are. but Which we are, but, not until, but not until Tuesday because I didn't watch Hot Shots in T2. So... Uh, I was under the impression that we were gonna we were gonna review Heavenly Creatures, the New Zealand films first, and then Hot Shots and T two would be next week. So, um, you know, you I'm gonna, I'm, up. you know that right? You don't fucked up. You know, uh, you know, I would defend myself and say I didn't fuck up. The rest of you did, but clearly, hey, Tony, did you watch Train Spotting and Hot Shots? Yeah, yeah. Ask me if I did. Okay. Let me let me ask you this: Have you actually listened? Do we know for sure that the that the listeners, their calls are for hot shots and train spotting? Yes. Two. We do know that for a fact. Yes. Okay. So then I fucked up. And, Thank you. Uh, and so, I'm going to give you a little insight as an apology. I'm I'm, I'm going to let you know what I thought about a quiet place. Oh, and, this is your apology? And then and then the rest of the podcast will just be silence because I won't speak because I won't have anything else to say. <laughs> well, you know, we we really appreciate you gracing us with your presence and allowing the fans to have a, another show, uh, two shows in one week because you fucked up. Well, it's so generous of you. Well, I figure they didn't get to they didn't get they didn't have the fortunate of experiencing my voice last week they of course had to listen to to reed's tin can voice yeah, but yeah but tony totally made up for you he stepped up to the plate tony and... tony he <laughs> straight ball and balled it he was a straight baller like you. he was like like he was my mvp yes for sure so i was able um, to sit back and not say much it was awesome <laughs> yeah um yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. So I'll get it. You know what? This will be good. I'll get a chance to listen to the podcast, last week's podcast. Again, Reed, thank you. We're we're trying to work out the details. We're thinking maybe. What do you guys think? Um, about whoever wins the championship every six weeks is a is the a guest if they want to be. Um. I don't know if you guys, you know, does Reed want to be a co? If he wins every, this is just assuming that Art loses. That's what you're getting like, at, aren't you? Like, like he does so well. I, I, you know, and the Naldo, I think 
he won a championship or two, and then all of a sudden it went to his head, and then he straight slipped. And then we got this new chick. I don't know what the fuck her name is. Uh, but I don't think she, I don't think she knows what's the deal. So I don't know that she's going to be able to, you know, it's her first week. It's her first, you know, champ season. So I, I don't know, you know, so I'm, I'm just assuming Reed is going to win again. Um, and that gives him plenty of time to get a real microphone. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you guys think? You guys, you guys want to be. Or, Tony, you had suggested a good idea. You could just sort of write the screenplay for the podcast. So right. what do you want us to talk about? Do you want us to talk about, you know, Technology. Uh, current, Anything you current want. affairs? Do you want us to talk about sports? Do you want us to talk about, um, you know, we all know I got opinions on everything. You want to hear more from my wife? I know I don't, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> We want to know, like, the, the first time you met Angelina. Do you remember? Uh, vaguely, I do. <laughs> I do remember um, her doing dishes. And that's because I told you. No, no, no. When you, after you told me, I was like, "Oh, that's right. Okay, I do remember." Um, vaguely, and because I, I just remember thinking, "What the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing our dishes like this?" I don't even do my own dishes. Like that's how lazy I am. And you're like, I felt like it was really nice. I do. I do remember that really nice uh, gesture. Um, I don't remember a whole you're lot more. Shit. I was gonna say you're full of shit. <laughs> Goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, let's so, let's throw, we'll throw that question out there, and then we'll see what they say when what they respond like. So yeah. yeah. I'm cool with whatever. Yeah, that sounds awesome to me. So oh, I'm gonna have to go downstairs and regulate real quick. The oh, missus okay. just texted me. You sound like you are on your knees sucking their dicks. You are so apologetic. <laughs> Where's that laugh, Tony? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got you. Man, so, yeah, no, it's, yeah, Harley, yeah, I think you still need to apologize a little more. Just, you know. I mean, we'll record, it, we'll record it. We'll record it. The new episode on Tuesday, but. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have a. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you gonna handle that or what? You have to wait. You already made us wait two weeks, so two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Stop reading my text on the podcast. <laughs> hey, Tony Reed said it starts exactly the same as current episodes. Tony talking about a night he can't remember. <laughs> I, I don't change much. That's right. See. What thing we know about him is consistent. Let's put Christina on blast. What else she say, Harley? Why don't you go down <laughs> no. there and take your microphone down there? I know. I should go down there and straight regulate. That's it. That's a bonus episode I want to hear. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, on, you're Freddie Veek, man. You're, Fred, you're, you're freaking vet. Keep calling. You're <laughs> paging me. You can't be having that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, naked? Titties hanging out a little bit. Oh, okay. So yes, what you what you saw a quiet place. I did. So um, an interesting place, uh, and I I won't spoil too much because it's part of the weekends. But when we were up in Portland, Oregon, we stayed at this uh, like hotel, and it's a it's a big uh, a name called McMinimins, and um, it's a I think it's Brothers. 
if that's correct. Anyways, they opened up um, a little history. They opened up like a pub a long time ago, and then they started. Uh, oh, their 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 shtick is they take like old, like historic buildings, and they renovate them and turn them into pubs and or like hotels and restaurants but they kind of keep the vibe of the historical building so like where we stayed in portland was an old elementary school from like the 50s that was shut down in like 1975 and then they turned it into this like hotel in the 90s and so but it has all the historical like you know basically like the classrooms have been converted into to the to the hotel rooms. It's a small hotel. There's only like 20 or 25 rooms, but they also bring this. Um, there's like several restaurants on the premise. I don't remember so they had, this from the movie. No, 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 no. But anyways, one of the things they did was they converted like, like I think it was like the cafe or something like, not the cafe, but the, the place where you eat food. They converted it into a movie theater. And people from the community can actually come and they watch and they, and I saw a quiet place. They also had Avengers, which we started to watch to, uh, to a couple hours before, but we were so tired and the movie was so like, you know, and I was like, uh, you know what? Let's, let's watch Avengers at home where we can kind of sit down. I knew it was long. And so, um, and it was super busy. There were still a bunch of people there and, it was distracting and stuff, and it was hard to follow, hard to watch. So we, we left. We watched like 20 minutes of Avengers. And then, uh, but a couple hours later, we came back for a quiet place, like at 10, 1030 at night. So it was really neat. It was cool. But anyway, so it's a full-blown theater, right? And um, But you can, and you sit on like couches, and it's all like, and people bring you drinks. And I know you guys, have t- Fonzo, they've, they've been doing this shtick down there in Southern California for years now. So... Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's cool, you know, we're kind of sitting there drinking our beers and, and, and so we watched quiet place and, um, and this was a weird ass movie. Um, it's, it's interesting that, uh, John Krasinski directed it, um, because, you know, he's obviously known for his, for his acting and, and the, the, um, what's that television show that. It's just a cult classic. And then he's also done the sort of the macho thing with that Michael the Bay office. flick. Yeah, The Office. And then he also did the um, that uh, war film, the Michael Bay war film a couple of years ago. And, um, and he's shown that he can be a leading man. Like he is a good-looking dude. Uh, he's talented. And then obviously we know Emily Blunt's chops. And then, uh, and then the young... Um, the young actress Millicent Simmons. I'm fucking up her name. I'm sure. Um, but anyways, this is a weird film and, and Fonzo, you know, you interrupt me. You mentioned that it was, um, unique and it's, I, you know, movies that try to be original like this, they score a ton of brownie points with me because they're trying to do something. It's not just about making money. You know what I mean? It's not just about, you know, trying to make more money. They're trying to do something original. And this film felt almost like a silent film from the turn of the century where you have a score 
and you have like like sound effects but all dialogue is subtitled and you have to read it and uh i really like that i really like that you know it's not like i'm going to go to every movie and and look and and look for that um but they did a really good job of working that into the screenplay with um the 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 zombies i'll call them zombies and then the deaf daughter and so um i ended up really enjoying it i thought um the performances you know i I will say there it does sort of check off some of the cliches of the genre you know but i will ultimately the the silent film aspect where they have to be whisper quiet. It didn't, it didn't distract from the film and it. So it wasn't gimmicky. You know what I mean? Like sometimes filmmakers will sort of make a genre film that we've seen done before. And it, like I said, it kind of checks all the block, the boxes of, you know, some of the cliches, the jump scares, stuff like that. And like I said, this one has a lot of that, for a wide audience, you know, the drama, the horror aspect of it. Um, but, you know, I, the the Will Smith film kind of uh, comes to mind. Um, the the Last Man Standing or whatever the fuck that was called. And I know that was a remake, basically. Legend. But I Am Legend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What the fuck did I say? Last Man Standing? What the fuck yeah. is this? A, a pay-per-view of it? Well, I think that's the, so, the name of the book, wasn't it? Oh, oh no! It was like, so, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a comic, I think. Last Man on Earth, or something. Yeah, like yeah, something like that. So, anyways, it, you know, but and so it it was in danger of being a gimmick of of them having to basically sign language, you know, and whisper. Um, and without spoiling it, I I can say there are a couple scenes where they're allowed to speak out loud, basically where they're, you know. And that was neat and it was cool. And it was like that, that, that works because the whole film is again, essentially a silent with a really good score. The score was, was done very well. And the, you know, the, the physical acting of the actors I thought was very good. Um, and so, yeah, we, both me and Chris enjoyed it. Um, and we weren't drunk or nothing. I mean, we had a couple beers in us and maybe a couple of whiskeys, but you know, we weren't drunk. Um, and it was neat because you know we leave the theater and we're a hundred yards from our hotel room, you know, so we literally just walked down the down the hallway into our hotel room. So, um, and so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It would have been um, good podcast um, material, Tony or Fonzo. What did you think? I mean, I remember you liking it. What did you think about the whole sort of silent aspect of it? Did it get old? Did you? Well, the movie's called A Quiet Place. Sure. So I kind of knew. I've seen the trailer before. Oh. You know, so I was interested in like um, John Krasinski as a director and how you can pull Mm -hmm. it off. I think it was a a small budget. And, uh, Mm. you know, it made a lot of money. It did really well. Um. Yeah, I I thought it was cool because I thought it was more of a and I think I've said this on, on when I reviewed it, it was a test of people's um uh like patience like if they can actually sit there and not make a peep, you know. Yeah. 
So like the theater I went to was really quiet and respectful. No one was like talking or laughing. So that oh. really helped. I think it, and there was one part where it was so quiet where you can hear the action scenes from the theater, the next one over the next room. Mm. over. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was effective. It worked. Um, uh, it starts off brutal right in the very beginning. Yes. Yeah. Fucking, fucking around. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I said, I, I sort of was on, but, I um I enjoyed it. I did like it as well. So Tony, you hadn't seen it yet, right? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I yeah, I'd be really curious what you thought about it because um because you were so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> that aspect of the film, if you can't buy into it, um, right, it, it'll right. it'll end up being just a boring watch that you know you're having to fucking read through most of it and. You know, like I said, a lot of the horror elements of it are, you know, again, you know, sort of the genre. And 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 it's no fault of the movie. It's just it's all been done before. You know, it's kind of the monster genre. Um, right. But how do you make it different? Yeah. How do you make it? Stand? Yeah, exactly. Without the new part just being a gimmick. And I felt like Krasinski did a really good job of, you know, that that. The, the suspense there's a lot of really suspenseful moments mm-hmm. where the score is basically the only thing you're hearing you know and then the moments where you're you're hearing from the the, the daughter standpoint where she's deaf so now you don't hear anything and so the movie constantly does a really good job of keeping you on your toes and it only solidifies I think these two leads as, you know, a list, uh, actors, you know, I don't, I don't think Emily Blunt couldn't pull off just about any role. And Krasinski, I think ironically, like you said, as a director, uh, for his first director for directorial debut, dude, more props to you. So young man, he's our age, you know, in his mid to late thirties. Yeah. Um, and so I look forward to what, what he does um, in the future. And uh, uh, I'm always looking forward to whatever, whatever Emily Blunt's got up her sleeve. So um, mm-hmm. sure it is. So yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, it gets a solid dollar for sure. Uh-huh. I'd buy that for a dollar. Until you and said then... you didn't say anything, right? Um, it's, it's I feel like we check. saw something. Then I'll, I'll chime in real quick if you're thinking then. Um, on the 4th of July, spoiler alert for the next episode, next weekend, I uh, took my dad to see Sicario, Day of the Soldado. It's a sequel to Sicario. And it's, di- it's directed by somebody else, not Denis Villeneuve. It's directed yeah. by Stefano Salima. But the writer is Terrell, Taylor Sheridan, who wrote the first one. And uh, you know what else he wrote? Motherfucking mm. Wind, Wind River and Hell or High Water. Oh yeah, yeah. So Tyler Sheridan, he's he's um or not Tyler Sheridan, but fucking yeah, um, that's that kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, the guy you're talking about, um, yeah, he's like the dude in Hollywood right now. Yeah, um, modern and, westerns and shit. You know. Yeah, and I want to watch that Yosemite with Kevin Costner. Like, I really want to start watching that. It doesn't have the greatest reviews. Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. What did I say? Yosemite? <laughs> Yosemite, <laughs> Yosemite Sam? Uh, a ranching family in Montana faced off against others in, uh, encroaching on their land. 
Yeah, so oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to watching that. Yeah. Um, that's a TV series, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh, cool. eight point five on IMDb, so that's pretty there, good. There you go. Fucking name. Oh. So anyway, but yeah, he did co-write it or wrote it, mm-hmm. the screenplay. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, he wrote it. So yeah, he's familiar with these characters, you know, because he wrote the first one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the beauty of this one, um, we already know the characters, and you don't. We don't have to sit through Emily Blunt and um, the dude from Get Out. Their characters, because they really didn't really, you know, do much in the first. one. I mean, you know, they're there, but you could have taken them out, and it would have been, you know, a solid movie without them. So, um, this one's got the 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? The luxury of not having to introduce any characters anymore. We can mm-hmm. go right into the story. And uh, the story they come, um, they got to do is pretty fucked up. Like Josh Brolin even says, "Hey, if I if you want me to do this, I got to get dirty." In the very beginning, you see him in, uh, interrogating a guy, and like it's like a bucket of water. Somebody's like, "Oh, that waterboard and stuff." No, we don't do that. We we do stuff. We do stuff differently. Turns around a laptop, opens it up to the guy he's uh, interrogating, and see, points at his house on the screen. He's like, "You see that? That's your house." You know, if you don't tell us what we need to know, that shit's going bye bye. It's getting blown up. You know, and he's like, uh, yeah, we don't. He's like, the guy's like, you guys can't do that. You guys are Americans. You guys can't do that. And he's like, I think the line was, but yeah, but we're in Africa, motherfucker. <laughs> I can do, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like that, you're like, holy shit. Benicio's badass in it again. Josh Brolin's badass in it again. They, uh, in the very beginning, is this fucked up scene where it's in the very beginning, so it's not really spoiling anything, but you got these four guys that they get out of a car, they walk into like a, uh, like a grocery store and they just set off the, some bombs and they blow they blow themselves up and like four of them in, in between aisles and you're like holy shit what the fuck happened probably cartels are helping terrorists come into the, the states you know so um in order to figure out who's doing it, how do we stop it you know they get roland's help and they come up they try to come up with a plan to get the cartels mm-hmm. fighting each other um so they make mm-hmm. it seem like they kidnapped one of the cartels as a kid and they make it mm-hmm. seem like it's a rival gang so they start fighting, and this shit goes awry and goes fucked up. And uh, not only that, but in, in the midst of all that storyline, we got this other little side story of this little kid who his cousin works for like a coyote where they help, you know, people transfer over from Mexico. And, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they show him like he's about to go to school. The school bus comes up, picks up his little brothers and sisters. They get in the bus, but he's he doesn't, he stays out. His cousin comes up, pulls him in a car, tells him, hey, dude, you can make so much money doing this shit with me. Like, dude, you got a passport. It's easy for you to come in and out. It's easy, you know. Like, you can you can make, you know, what your dad does in a year, you can make in like a few weeks or months here, you know. Mm-hmm. So in between, like, the Brolin and Benicio's characters and their storyline, you'll see this kid's storyline come in, you know. And then, uh, and then they tie in later on, which is awesome. Like, the way it happens is fucking cool. Um, I, I, I could almost safely say I, – I, Pretty much think I I might enjoy this more than the first one. I have to watch the first wow. one again because this one was intense, just like the first one. My heart was beating. Didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. What was going to you know what was going down? Um, but I like this. I like this writer, man. I love his shit. I love what he yeah. does. And and this one, remember that? Remember that scene in the border where it's all intense and they all got their oh, guns yeah. out? You know? Yeah. On There's the one, yeah, on the, when, the the freeway. Yeah. And they're looking yeah. at their six. They're looking everywhere. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. There was a scene that like rivaled that. I think it might have been a little bit better. Um, it's it's fucking well done, dude. Like this, it's if you love the first one, dude. Like I said, you'll easily like this one. It's even. I I think it might be a little bit better. So um, it doesn't struggle from sequelitis. Not at all, my friend. Not at all. Oh. So yeah, this 
Definitely. Yeah. I'd like I said, I don't say anymore. My dad enjoyed it as well. Um, it's definitely high dollar. Right on. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Sicario was like my favorite movie of the year. So, um, yeah, if you don't like this, then I, uh, f- uh, fuck you, man. I don't know what to tell you, dude. You'd be yeah. pissed, you'd be pissed off. off yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the screenplay of Sicario is, is, you know, it's nothing crazy. It's just right. the direction and the scenes are so suspenseful, so yeah. like, and the music, the score. Yeah. And, oh, know. yeah. It's got that same one where you watch those. That's cool. Boom! You're like, fuck, man, this shit's crazy. What's gonna happen? Did it end? Did it not end? What's going on? You know, and Benny's know. fucking badass in this one again. You know, he's so good. He's such. Oh, a- this is this is such a great role for him. It's great. Yeah. He is really good. So yeah, you get a chance to watch it, man. Definitely, motherfuckers gotta watch it. Motherfuckers gotta watch it. As Donaldo once said. Yeah, I think he went and saw it the next day. He's like, should I go see the theater? I was like, yes. Like you know, don't walk, run to the, your local theater. Yeah. Came out was like I think he gave it a Slater I think. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, what else do you guys see, Tony? You think of anything yet? Uh, yeah. On the Fourth of July, we ended <laughs> up watching is. Tau. It came out on Netflix. Um, the synopsis is: A woman is held captive by a scientist in a futuristic smart house, and hopes to escape by reasoning with the artificial intelligence. That controls the house. What's it called? Cool. Tau. T A U. Oh, I, I typed in C O W. Tau. Tau. A U. I will say that's like the worst title for a movie ever. As <laughs> as yeah, like yeah, I kept seeing it pop up on Netflix here. Yeah, yeah, it was actually. Is it good. Netflix original? I think so. Okay. That's brand new. On that. Oh, Gary Oldman's in it. Hey, my girl, Michael Monroe's in it. How is she? Uh, who is she? Oh, she's great. Uh-oh. She's the main lead. She's the lead. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Netflix original. Okay. <clears throat> is uh, Gary Oldman an actual acting, or does he just do voice? He does voice. Oh, okay. Cool. So he's the uh, artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and then Ed Screen is the uh, the scientist, and it um like so the, you you it starts off with with showing this girl um, Julia who's Mike Mike is it Micah Micah Monroe, mm-hmm. um, and she she's kind of like a just struggling you know she goes into a into a club and. Just to just to flirt with guys and pickpocket them, and then she goes and sells what she finds, you know, and just struggling to make ends meet type thing, you know. Okay. Um, but it makes her kind of a perfect target for a kidnapping. The guy kidnaps her and takes her into his dungeon, and uh, he's he's um, got a few other people there with her. Um, Wait, did you see this on YouPorn? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was that was on the second monitor at the same time. Oh, okay. you know, to ha- I had to watch them side by side. You know, sounds like what? a scary porno you watched. <laughs> um, yeah, right with the AI. We, yeah, we know the Har- we know the genre Harley likes apparently <laughs> kidnapping porn. <laughs> well, yeah, with, with his Malibu rum, right? Uh-huh. Hey, baby. 
Or is that laugh again? <laughs> there it is. So I know um, that one or uh, Goldblum's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they made a whole song out of that. They did, huh? Yeah, I swear. Yeah. Well, there's a 10 minute video too on YouTube. Oh, is it? Maybe it that's just loops over and over. Just again. looped. That's it. Can you loop Harley's like that? Um, I can. You could. That's my 70 views. Oh my god, that sounds so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Harley doesn't want to laugh anymore. Listen to him. That's, that's well. That's been a good podcast tonight, guys. Have a good right. night, bad boys for life. <laughs> I've got, I've got a lot. Uh, this is another noise that uh, Harley made. <laughs> how can you? How come we don't make a song with all those fucking weird sounds? <laughs> we could drop could. a beat right there. Holy shit! Work. <laughs> Here's another one. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, so um you, what I liked about this movie is like so yeah, so the premise is she's stuck. Um this is a scientist, he's performing an experiment, he needs to capture people um in order to do his experiment. Um I don't know how much I want to give away uh and mm. spoil. But that he does have an AI in the house, but it's a prototype that he's been working on, so it's not a hundred percent. It's not. It's no Jarvis, mm. right? And so, like the plot progresses in, in a way where she she ends up interacting, figuring out how to interact with the AI behind the scientist, the Ed Screen guy's back, Alex. And so it just it it's an interesting different take on AI where it's not the doom and gloom terminator is going to come kill us all AI it's a mm. little more nuanced in that it's this intelligence that's kind of infantile because it's got limited knowledge and it didn't know that there was more out there but she kind of like learns how to interact with it. And it's like, it was really cool. It was a really cool take on it. I don't want to give away too much, um, more than what I already did. Um, there is a, there's a, there's kind of a cool robot in it, um, uh, which is all right. The, the, so the special effects are okay. Like, uh, they're not, you know, you can tell that it's, it's, you know, special effects, but Budgety. yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's not the highlight. Um, and for me, I, I, it's totally enjoyable. I bought it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Why do you think it didn't do so well on IMDb? 5.7. Um, probably because people wanted more of the robot side of the AI, more of the Terminator doom and gloom side. Mm. And this is a little more, it's, it's, it's more of a character, um, arc as opposed to an action movie. A character arc of the AI or right. a character arc? Okay, cool. Yeah, interesting. And hers too. Like she goes through a little arc, and and the and the interaction with the AI is is pretty cool. Do you, do you think maybe your your review is biased because you too are AI? It's absolutely. Point, I will point. full disclosure. I am absolutely okay. biased. Oh, you should have said that in the beginning, dude. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knew, but. 
because it felt kind of like autobiography. <laughs> yes. Are they these my, auto they auto my, or, They stole uh, my journal. They did, huh? Uh huh. Yeah. You're trying to trick the entire world into thinking you're a real human being when, truth be told, you're literally just MCP. And there you have it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be be interested in seeing it, yeah. I tell you, I I do get scared and I, I... I will say, you know me, I'm a conspiracy theorist too. I think um, like all the big studios, they're like doing everything they can to sort of scare people away from Netflix originals because it's such a mm-hmm. threat to their big business model kind of thing, the whole stu- the whole big theater experience. And so these kind of like smaller genre films that Netflix, you know, releases um they're you know they're they're kind of like what movies used to be the straight to the straight to to tape you know straight to blu-ray straight to dvd call them whatever you want mm-hmm. or you know sort of like uh sci-fi originals kind of thing like that um but they're typically done with a bigger budget you know they're typically they look pretty pretty good um and then and then it seems like you know like what was the one with will smith fonzo I roll. Oh. No, 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 no. The Netflix original. Oh, um, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like, like you said, you enjoyed that one, but it. Yeah. I felt like all like the official critical responses were like, "It's dumb. Don't waste your time." And I almost wonder if Hollywood is able to lean on. You know, it's like Disney does it where, hey, if you don't give my movie a good review, I just won't let you watch the next Disney movie before it gets released. Like they were in the news not long ago for pulling shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, somebody was critical of them. And so they were like, all right, well, fuck you. You just don't get to watch my movies. You know, it's like they're basically censoring reviewers, which is so frustrating. Um, but I can't help but wonder if, if Hollywood is sort of banned together, especially considering that it's basically like fucking three studios and, Disney is like the captain of the team kind of thing. Um, if they can't kind of lean on, you know, the New York Times and the Los Angeles Times and Rotten Tomatoes and, you know, and sort of say like, hey, why don't you do us a favor and shit on all the Netflix originals? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm not saying every Netflix original is going to be a home run, but... Right. Um, like cranking them out, though. Well, yeah. Well, and, you know, more power to them for all I'm concerned. So, right on. But, anyways, yeah. So, but I did watch that traditional big theater tent pole extravaganza action set piece that Fonzo, you saw. And, uh, like a quiet place, you were spot on. Like Rampage is fun. Like yeah, fucking a it is. Um, the the earthquake movie that The Rock was in, the I'm pretty sure the San same director. That I remember being a waste of time. Like that one was dumb. I felt. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. Yeah. This one felt 
I don't know. This one felt like it didn't take itself too seriously. Right. Like they knew uh, what they were doing, right? Yeah. 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 A fucking like... arcade game of the move of the game. <laughs> the movie, like, right. The villains right. are fucking mustache twirling. Like, come on. Yes. Man. Yeah. They're bad, bad villains. Like, and that was basically my own, my only like sure. kind of major critique of the film yeah. is the villains were like bad Bond villains from the sixties, you know, yeah. even um, Negan was hamming it up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Every time and he so, spoke, he had to like lean to the left or lean to the right. Like, <laughs> how cool can you be, man? Come on. Every situation, you're fucking cool as fuck. Come on. Yeah. So, um, come on. I was sad to see, kind of spoiler alert, Joe, uh, Mag, Magde, Magdaleo, Mag, Magna, Magnaleo. Magnaleo. Um, yeah, he's essentially a cameo in the film and, and I was like, oh, that's that dude, Joe. He's badass. And then his character disappears. <laughs> goes out. <laughs> so I was like, I was sad to see him go. What about um, the relationship between The Rock and George? Uh, Yeah. You know, you know what I think uh, helped it? And like you were saying, the CG is really good. Right. And, it's fucking phenomenal. I, 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 I don't know that it's like that much better than all your other big tentpole films. Um, but it does go to show how how good it has gotten compared to just 10 years ago. Sure. L- watch some of the earlier Transformers films where everything you see is pure CG. So, you know, it everything's an effect shot. There's no, there's no principal photography in this effect shot. I remember... I don't know, man. Every time cars explode, you see fucking actual cars flipping. Well, there are some. Yeah. I'm not saying the entire film. I'm not saying it's an animated film. But I was saying uh, when me and Chris were watching the Avengers film, uh, the action, you know, the, the I think we saw two action set pieces in the 20 or 30 minutes of the beginning of the movie we saw. And it reminded me, oh, yeah, these have essentially become animated films. Like, all the characters, everything is just animated. It's just pure CG. There's no practical effects. And when they did that 10 years ago, say the first, I'll just say for the sake of argument, the first three Transformers films, where there's tons of explosions and buildings and cars and and CG characters in that film, robots and this, it's monsters. It... In those earlier films, it was it was just a blur. Like it was hard to see the transformer, you know, changing. It was just kind of like a blur. It was like a it was like when you're playing a video game and the frame rate drops. It's like it just becomes this kind of blurry mess. Um, even if each even if each frame kind of looks good, it's like it's skipping frames, kind of thing. You know what I mean, Tony? Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I like drop frames as opposed to. Yeah, exactly. So it 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 doesn't. It's not smooth. It's not concurrent. Modern films, the special effects have gotten. So when that alligator so, crushes the building and it's walking through the halls, and you see like actual desks and chairs being moved out of the way, and then and it, it all again. You're like it's it, so fluid and so smooth. I'm like exactly, oh, and I'm yeah. I'm really impressed by where you know. Um, special effects have come. I mean, we obviously remember the sort of the beginnings of this and the, the, you know, the nineties and, and, um, 
and then in you know just the last 10 years entire films are you know cg uh you know dominated kind of thing um because i will say this if this movie if all the action and the special effects were a blur like the early transformers films it would be a waste of time it would just be too hard to follow from a visual standpoint it would just be a mess but like you're saying like when the when the when the animals are throwing tanks or climbing it all looks like like you would think in real life kind of thing so yeah kudos to the special effects department um you know the rock's doing his thing i will say this interestingly enough the rock is less and less the big macho like you know like uh, when he first started doing um or when he does the the fast and furious movies Mm -hmm. like his character is unhuman he's a superhero right he's throwing people across rooms and in this movie that wasn't the focus you know what i mean the focus was his sort of acting chops should i say with with this animated uh character and he's got like one scene where he beats up a couple dudes um and then at the end he gets a little physical but again it's not and they make reference to it but his physique is not the main character of the film and and he's smart i don't know if he i don't know if the director uh, but i noticed that 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 they're trying i think they're trying because he is getting of age i mean he's like in his 40s i don't i don't know how long he can be the rock before he can be dwayne johnson you know what i mean um and so i think he's trying to maybe he's like hey look i'm gonna keep my shirt on like he keeps the shirt on the entire film you know and and I'm just gonna be an actor with big arms, you know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. So, um, so it says on his card, on his headshot, I'm an actor with big arms. Yep. So, so yeah, I mean, surprisingly, this was a dollar. Like it was worth. I kind of I I wanted to watch it with the kids as sort of a um, family film, you know, family friendly popcorn film. Made lots of popcorn and. Watch it on the big screen upstairs there in the loft and, you know, turn. And Chris was like, that's kind of loud. And I was like, it's supposed to be loud. <laughs> it's rampage. Exactly. So, um, I think she programmed her most of it, but, um, no, it was, yeah, it was a good fun. It was a good time. Why not? So, yeah, that's very cool. Really. And that concludes tonight's podcast. Uh, let's see. I watched one more thing real quick. Um, okay. Yeah. Ever, cool. Ever since LeBron made the move to LA, uh, my follow-up kept asking me to watch this documentary more than a game came out in 2008. It's a documentary more than a game is a movie starring LeBron James, Drew Joyce and Romeo Travis. This documentary follows NBA superstar LeBron James and uh, four and four of his talented teammates through trials and tribulations of high school basketball in Ohio and James journey to fame. It's crazy to see, LeBron um, as a kid and just being talented as hell and just dominating like dunking in high school. It's just, it's just incredible. Um, But it's just fascinating to see him and his teammates and like they've been growing up since they're playing since they're little. So they just know each other. So when they go to college and everything, they're like, oh no, they don't go to college, but I'm saying when they go to the next level of like tournaments and games, they're, they're already familiar with, with each other. So when they chose the high school to go to, they're already familiar with each other, know how to play. It just kind of helps, and then you see them going up the ranks, and you're seeing LeBron just 
dunking on people like he does in the pros in high school. It's in, it's insane. And like they started making huge headline news. I mean, here's a high school team on ESPN getting national um, recognition from everywhere and people are watching it. So imagine having that pressure. Like it was already hard enough to be in high school and then playing, and then be playing a high school sport, but then also to be on prime time and being shown on TV. Yeah, it would, it would be, it'd be, it'd be too much at least for me anyways, but I, I remember, I remember when, you know, I was younger, but we're old enough to remember when he went pro Mm-hmm. And and I remember, you know, especially because back then I was I was more interested in professional sports. <laughs> and I remember all like the you know the 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 news people they were like, dude, this guy's the next Jordan. Right. And then the other people were like, no, nobody's the next Jordan. Nobody can live up to the hype. And we've seen it in the NFL. We've seen the the Vince Youngs, the people that come and go and they're here for a couple of seasons and they're, they wash out. I mean, we see it big time in the NFL. I don't know why, maybe, maybe more so in the NFL. Um, you know, they play one season and they, they can't fucking keep their head out of the Coke or whatever. LeBron was the guy who lived up to the hype. I mean, you know, I don't, I, again, I don't follow professional sports so much, but I do know whatever team he plays for goes to the NBA Finals every year. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, exactly. I, I mean, that, so that's, true. that's just a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, for somebody just – and he's still a relatively young young man, um, although he is balding, I guess, right? <laughs> it seems like that's a, <laughs> an internet meme that he's he's 33 years old and he's balding or whatever. So, um, uh yeah, it is. It is an interesting story that this kid was hyped so much, and he was supposed to be the greatest of all time, and he's kind of living up to the hype. You know what I mean? So, right. um, it is. It is interesting for him too to be kind of like, I can play who for whoever I want, and so now, of course, he goes to the famed Los Angeles Lakers. So yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah. Did they give him like a bazillion dollars or something, or did he just want to go play play for them to say he did? Hundred fifty four million, four years. So, in regards to professional NBA, is that like a huge contract? I would think so. Is you? Oh, I don't know. I don't follow professional. I don't. I don't. I don't follow professional sports anymore. But I mean, every year the contracts get bigger and bigger. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, some guy like oh, Demarcus Cousins from um, the Pelicans, he took a pay cut to go to the Warriors. So now, if you look at this, uh, like his, it's like if you pick their team, it's like uh, an All Star team. Like everyone's an All Star on the team, all All Stars. Mm. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. Well, I mean, his kids go to school here in LA. He's got two homes out here, so it just makes sense for LeBron. But yeah, it's a cool dog. Just seeing him coming up, and seeing the kids, and seeing the fashion, and seeing them like coming up. It's pretty fascinating. So if yeah, if you're, if you're, even if you're not a basketball fan, or if you kind of are, kind of fun, it's it's a, it's a cool watch. So yeah, I could definitely imagine. a dollar. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd buy that for a dollar. So it's always good to walk to work in uh, documentaries mm-hmm. on the on the rotation. Definitely. So. Right on. Well, what do you think? Is that give, give that's, a good, uh, that's, a good little, that's a good little bonus episode, right? That's like a little, yeah. That's essentially what it becomes. An hour. So, yeah. What's that doing? It's an hour and ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we'll leave. We'll leave them wanting more when we do our proper show. Mm-hmm. So you wanna 
send us off, Harley? Yeah, so until next time, till two days from now, <laughs> this is your boy Marcus Burnett, a.k.a. Harley Martin, saying we ride together. And I'm over here, MCP. Wait, what? No, that's not right. That's not, I'm usually <laughs> first. That's confusing me. Whatever. Hey, we'll see you on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. Oh, this ain't real. I now I need a I need a pre pre show and a post pre show. I'm so oh, confused. <laughs> you're, you're done, dude. All right, guys. Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. Yeah. All right. Don't don't forget the Sounds fucking good. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Hot shots part two. Train spotting T two. Got it. Cool. Nice. Make um, it rhyme so you can remember. All right. Good, Wait, good oh, pre- Tony. Hey, I'm glad you guys are okay, man. Your tire was fucked. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I could talk about it on the next podcast. Okay, yeah, thanks, yeah, yeah. We're, it, we made it off the freeway, no problem, because I felt it something felt was wrong, and I was like, Oof. "Get off the freeway now!" Yeah, and then by the time we got off the freeway, it was shredded. Oof. Yeah. Oh, did you get a flat? Yeah, we got a flat. It's so hot yeah. down here. I think it um expanded and contracted overnight, and it was fucking Kumo tires. Good too, yeah, man. Heat, uh, heat can kill tires for sure. Yeah. Most, more often than not, heat kills underinflated tires. Yeah, I think that was the problem, and we didn't, wow. we didn't take care of it soon enough. Yeah, yeah, underinflated yeah, tires right. they get hot. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, we see the picture, see that tire, like, oof, I'm just glad you guys are all right. Anyway. I'll have to go check yeah. it out. Blow up, it shred it. it yeah, it's yeah, in pieces. Oh, good MC, times. Empty pieces. <laughs> there you go. That's oh, what that dope piece. MC pieces. <laughs> MC post show, MC pre show. Yes. Oh, oh, there you go. All right. See you guys on Tuesday. <laughs> Peace.